This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Health One. So today we'll be talking about buprenorphine and opioid use withdrawal. So this is something that's kind of in the pipeline that we'll be um, executing here in a couple of days, or um, not sure exactly when it's rolling out, but I uh, just wanted to give you a brief overview of what buprenorphine is. So it is a semi-synthetic uh, derivative of the opium poppy. So it is actually FDA approved for the uh, treatment of opioid use um, disorder and for chronic pain as well. Um, but why we want to use it in the emergency department is because it has a ceiling effect. So this means that it can help suppress those withdrawal um, cravings without producing so much of a high. It also has less adverse effects compared to other, um, other agents. Uh, what we have stocked here in our Pixis is the sublingual tablet. It has an onset of action of about 30 to 60 minutes and the peak effect in about four to one to four hours. The duration of action is dose-dependent, so this is important to remember because um, with lower doses, it has around a 6 to 12-hour duration of action, but for higher doses of um, greater than 16 milligrams, you have a duration of action around 24 to 72 hours, so 1 to 3 days. So how do we decide who gets buprenorphine in our patients? So if they're in active opiate withdrawal and, um, and they have moderate or, moderate or severe symptoms. And these moderate or severe symptoms can be classified using the COWS assessment or the clinical opioid withdrawal uh, symptoms scale. And this scale kind of just takes into account um, heart rate, sweating, restlessness, tremor, um, their anxiety, their bone and joint aches, and their runny nose. And you kind of compile all these numbers and we'll give you a little bit more information on what COWS is um, in the little handout that I'll be handing to you guys. So if they have moderate to severe um, opioid withdrawal of symptoms, you're going to want to first administer around 8 milligrams of uh, the sublingual buprenorphine. And since it has an onset of action between 30 to 60 minutes, you want to wait one hour and then reassess that patient. At the time of reassessment, you can give them another dose or you want to give them another dose of buprenorphine. And the second dose can be either 8 to 24 milligrams. So how do you decide which, which dose to give them, low or high dose? So the low dose, the 8 milligram um, administration can um, actually it lowers the risk of sedation however it puts them at a higher risk of risk of withdrawal within 12 hours so um, you have to weigh the risk and benefits of this uh, with the high dose administration it has um, increased effects of suppressing suppressing those cravings and um, the duration of action again is around 72 hours so they don't have to follow up as quickly as with the low dose so with the low dose they have to have a prescription um, and follow up within the next day to get a new prescription for the buprenorphine or they will go back into withdrawal. Some clinical pearls with buprenorphine. Um, so if a patient is actively um, using opioids or if they're intoxicated with opioids, you're not going to want to administer the buprenorphine because the buprenorphine has a higher affinity for those opioid receptors. And what that's going to do is it's going to actually precipitate a withdrawal in those patients. So if they're coming in with um, on opioids already, do not administer this medication. Some other side effects that you can see with this is tachycardia, uh, dilated pupils, restlessness, agitation, some um, muscle and joint aches, and then diaphoresis as well. Uh, one last thing with the buprenorphine, it does cause QTC prolongation, so if they're on any other medications that can um, exacerbate that, you have to kind of monitor them in 
again, weigh the risk and benefits of administering this medication. And that's kind of a brief overview of buprenorphine. We're going to have a little handy-dandy handout for you guys in a couple of days here. So thank you very much. Emergency Medical Minute is and always will be about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.